morning, Earth. My name is Jasper Orange Juice, and welcome to the Naked Men News. And next to me, it is you, Chad Allstar. Welcome, and what a lovely day for all of us in, in this great city over here, New York City. Whoa, Whoa. the New York Giants. <laughs> I am a giant. Uh, I'm a giant. Uh, hello, everyone. We're, we're back. We, we haven't after since watching Eurovision. We haven't we haven't podcasted because we we had some issues we need to take care of after watching that film. Okay. Uh, which is we were working on our two man. Uh, we band. started and we broke up. And then we get and we joined. We got like a massive fan base, and then there's that fucking sex video. I I might have leaked it. I'm not gonna lie. About you with the two dogs. There was there. Well, you know, whoever leaked it, good on them, because I think it made a lot of people very happy. It did. Bestiality community is finally represented. It is. It is. But we're here today, the naked, the naked men, to present to you some news items that you might have missed in the world of pop culture that need discussing, need mm. answers, and just need two white people in their twenties to uh, give their two cents on. So, ben, we're going to throw, throw it over to you. What's the first story that you're bringing to the docket? Okay, first story, first news story is Seth Rogen and Call Me By Your Name director teaming up for a movie about famous Hollywood sex worker. Thoughts? Instant thoughts are why has this taken so long to happen? True. I mean, there's a lot of potential here, on I think. Like, uh, so, this is based from the memoir Full Service, My Adventures in Hollywood and the, big, the Secret Screen Lives of the Stars by now-deceased reporter Scott Bowers, who was a Hollywood pimp from the 1940s to the 1980s. This is going to be an adaptation of the book. Did they just write Seth Rogen and Call Me By Your Name, director? Did they write it like that? Because they, they can't spell Luca Guandaginio. I copied and pasted it from the website. <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Do you think that's why they wrote it? Because they just tried oh, to yeah. write Luca Guandaginio like a hundred times. And they were like, I'm not spelling this fucking right. All right, he's just to call me by your name, director. <laughs> just call me by your name, <laughs> <laughs> Uh I think this is a great idea. Is Seth Rogen going to be the pimp? I don't think he's going to star in it. I think he's just going to write it and like be a producer or whatever. Well, hopefully he's in it. Hopefully he plays like one of the cool girls instead. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, Seth Rogen is cool. I'm not sure I could. Not sure I could handle that. That's no, no expense to Seth Rogen, but he would not make a pretty lady. He wouldn't make a pretty lady. Well, if if dude, Seth Rogen's yeah. in it, is James Franco also going to be in it? Yeah, James Franco could be in it. James Franco could totally be like a pimp. You know, he'd make an excellent cool girl if boys are playing cool girls. Uh, Timothy Chalamet. Sure. <laughs> he's, already got, he's already got the figure for it. Yeah, call me by your name already. <laughs> call me by your name. Call me precious. <laughs> Uh, or Eddie Redmayne, he could put a dress on. He played that girl that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We should get like a drag version of this film. Everyone in Hollywood. We could have Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp when he yeah, when he's not in in, in 
Dealing with lawyers, teaches a burger. Still in court. Trying uh, <laughs> to wipe shit from his bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can put a dress and become a little one of these uh, cool girls. So, do you think this is a good film? Do you think it's a good idea? I think it's an excellent idea. It depends who's in the memoirs. Because these are real yeah. memoirs. If it's got some big, powerful, let's be honest, white guys in it, then, it <laughs> then it's not going to get made. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they do definitely have to like toe the line because they they could like I, I don't know I'm sure this is like the, I looked it up a little bit this guy was like the biggest pimp in Hollywood like it was like they I'm sure there's some serious names who've used the the girls girls or boys before right they've used the service before and they could really throw a lot of people under the bus but also this is just really good idea for a story like it. Interest or is isn't there isn't that many films about prostitutes? It sounds weird, but there really isn't. Like the only film I can think of is like Pretty Lady Girl, Pretty Girl or Pretty Lady or whatever Pretty Woman, Pretty Woman. Pretty girl. <laughs> That's a very different movie. <laughs> that film should not be made. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty Woman. <laughs> pretty Woman. That's the only film I can think of about prostitutes. Right, really, um, and also like. It's interesting. It would be interesting to see how this person has affected Hollywood because he was a pimp for like forty years, and there's definitely like a lot of storytelling potential. And this team is good as well because like Seth Rogen has a lot of like obviously he's known for his comedy, but I think it's really like human comedy. Like it's very, it's very like sort of realistic humor. The humor comes from like the little nuances and how how characters speak and stuff like that. Um. And Call Me My Name director, like I love Call Me My Name. It was probably my favorite film of that year. And like, so to me, the mesh of their two styles together sounds great. For this film, it sounds perfect. I think it's going to be the best film ever made, but it won't get made. Probably. <laughs> there's going to be there's going to be <laughs> someone too powerful, like I don't know, James Cameron, mm. just be sweating bullets right now. I don't know, just bring up his lawyer. And uh, let, let's, you know, let's upset some people. Let, let's potentially commit libel. Uh, who sure. do we think is definitely nailed on to be in those memoirs? Oh, 1940s, 1980s. I think Harrison Ford, probably. I think Schwarzenegger uh, is 100%. In oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Stallone, uh, 100%. Hulk Hogan, this one. Why not? Uh, Stallone. Um, I reckon Bruce Willis is in there. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Bruce Willis, sure. I'm looking at him fucking prostitutes. I mean, these are probably like high class ladies. Like these are these are the best of the best. These are so Weinstein. Probably, Weinstein is definitely oh, no, that's, that's not even like, liable. That's probably the like truth. <laughs> How old is Weinstein? Like in the 1980s, Weinstein like 20. He's like 55. So he was like 15. Yeah, he he probably lost his virginity from one of these girls. He's like 14 years old. <laughs> Yeah, his dad, whoever the fuck his dad was. Yeah, hundred percent. I think Alfred Hitchcock is in there. Oh yeah, for sure. Ali Hitchy definitely loves some prodigies. Old man definitely. Hitchcock. Yeah. Just sure. Get, get his cock hitched. And um, who's the Godfather? The guy. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Ah, I can see Marlon Brando fucking some prodigies. Al Pacino. He's in sure. there. Oh yeah, for sure. So this is why this film's not going to get made. Walt Disney, he's in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Walt Disney was dead by this point, right? 
Okay, he died in like the 90s, didn't he? Let's find out. Mm -hmm. uh, when did Walt Disney... I thought he was like frozen. Died in, oh, he died in 1966. Okay, we don't That's know still anything. 1940s to 1980. Maybe... He's you know, in there. He's in there. Long he's in there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're being judgmental right now, but if I was a Hollywood producer, I'd probably be in there like more than anyone. <laughs> The actual Pink Panther is in there. Yeah. Like sure. the, anima the animated one. <laughs> Danger Mouse and Top Cat. Yeah, Top Cat fucks. Everyone knows Top that. Top Cat fucks. Uh, well, I think that's the best film ever made. But moving on to, to not fucking, but nearly fucking. Uh, our, our girl, Gwyneth, back in the news. Yeah. Do you sure. know why she's back in the news, Ben? I don't, actually. Would you like to find out? Oh, oh, always. Oh, she told the world, for some reason, that Rob Lowe's wife taught her how to give blowjobs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Rob Lowe's wife taught her how to give blowjobs. Yep. Gwyneth Paltrow appeared on Rob Lowe's tell-all podcast, where she made the surprise at mission that Rob Lowe's wife taught her how to give blowjobs. Okay. <laughs> why? I don't know why. Uh, but Rob Lowe didn't know this, and he admitted that he had no idea that his wife, Cheryl Burkoff, which is a fantastic name for this story, uh, gave advice to Gwyneth of how yeah. to give blowjobs. Okay. Why I hear you ask. Like, first yeah. off, we need this movie as well. We do. We do. Gwyneth's Blowjob School. We need it. <laughs> <laughs> Season two of Goop. <laughs> I mean, it's not... Is it hard to give a blowjob? I don't know. I never, never actually gave him one. Have I? What no, I don't think I have. It's meant to be uh, hard. Yeah, but really, like, I feel like it's pretty simple. Don't, you know, don't use your chompers. Go back and forth. <laughs> it's true, though. Well, here's the best news. It brings in another uh, Naked Men podcast favorite, Keanu Reeves, into the oh, conversation. Oh yeah. Cheryl, Cheryl was dating Keanu Reeves at the time. Fucking lad! Like he get he probably gets the best blowjobs. That's why he's so like cool now. He's just like. I've seen the best of the world, man. Everybody knows that the more your dick gets sucked, the cooler you become. Basically, yeah. Oh, is that why I'm a loser? I'm <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> um, so, yeah, she... But there you go. Cheryl Burkhoff taught Gwyneth Paltrow how to give blowjobs and, in Gwyneth's old, own words, all the classic Cheryl stuff. <laughs> all the classic Cheryl stuff. <laughs> Teaching blowjobs every day. <laughs> yeah, she said, and she taught me how to give a blowjob, and you know all the classic Cheryl stuff. Like yeah, that is a I, backhanded thing. I don't know who this woman is, but she sounds like a fucking badass. Fuck, quite great, Gwyneth Paltrow being judgmental to her, but like this woman sounds like an angel. Like Rob Lowe's an amazing guy. Uh, he probably has a great, a great relationship with his wife. So, I don't yeah. think I don't think Gwyneth is being backhanded. I think Gwyneth this. 
this is Gwyneth. She's genuinely thrilled about this. And she's telling, sure. like she, she does say, I worshipped her and I thought she was literally the coolest chick of all time. She was so awesome to me. Fair enough. Maybe she is. Maybe she's a god. Like to women. I just think, like, first of, this, this relationship that those two have got, that's fine. They're friends. They talk about yeah. stuff. Just the way sure. Gwyneth goes about explaining these things. Like, I'm not even convinced anyone asked Gwyneth how to, <laughs> how to give a blowjob. I feel like she got asked like, a very ah! different question. Yeah. She was just like, oh, so Gwyneth, what's kind of your weekly shop like? And somehow Gwyneth ended up telling the story of how she first learned how to suck a dick. <laughs> I hope so. And I hope there's video or audio footage of how she went from one to another. I want to know, like, what she said in between how she got to that story and how she told it. Because I'm sure that there's a, that's a great story. I'm sure we need a film. They, like, the film could be leading, like, there could be a massive prologue of Gwyneth Paltrow trying to make it in Hollywood or whatever. And then <laughs> her making it. And then she maybe has, like, a guy she likes or some shit. Uh, I don't know. Who's the, who's the dickhead who, who uh, plays in Coldplay? Hey. Chris Martin, you know, you don't know him that much. You know his name, you know his name. And, uh, yeah, so maybe he's like, he was like, oh, I want to give him a little blowjob because I'm in love with him. But she, she's really shit. And then, and then it could go flash forward to she's the, the most amazing blowjob giver in the world. And she goes back and then she's like really shit. And then she has the conversation. And eventually she leads up to the place of being better than Cheryl. What's her name, Cheryl? Cheryl, yeah. Yeah, so maybe Gwyneth is the best now. Gwyneth gives a new... And she puts on her new knowledge to another woman or man, person, and be like, and then you can be the best blowjob giver in Hollywood. And that man was Harvey Weinstein. I've got the, be- I've got the best idea. But first of all, your thing probably actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole court case about it. But I've got a better idea. Gwyneth is struggling and we link the two things together because she meets somebody and it's not Harvey Weinstein, but it's a pimp played by Seth Rogen. Oh, Seth Rogen would make a good pimp. Yeah. No, and it's 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 our film. It's the film from the first news story. Yeah. It's the Call Me By Your Name. Shared movie. universe, bro. Yeah, shared universe. We need Gwyneth Paltrow in the universe playing Gwyneth Paltrow. I mean, that's, that's who she's playing next. She should actually make like a film about how Goop started and how weird she is. And then there'll be like some like documentary guy being like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Be like, "No, man, I'm, I'm Gwyneth. I'm Gwyneth. Just Gwyneth." That's my idea. One of the quotes in this article is, "The star admitted the secret on the podcast." And again, I don't think anyone asked, and I don't think Gwyneth was keeping this a secret. <laughs> I reckon while she was she talking about blowjobs, she's like, oh, "I'm really good." At while she's giving a blowjob, she's just like, oh, so do you know where I learned how to, d- to do this? Do you want me to tell you? You're just like, no, no. I want you to carry on. <laughs> tell me after. <laughs> like, how Cheryl Burkoff taught me how to... Poor Rob Lowe. Why poor Rob Lowe? Rob Lowe's probably in the best life. Because he just, he had to, like, I don't know if he wants to know that about his wife. How does his wife feel about this? Ash probably don't give a fuck. Probably just like in like Bali, in like a, on a yacht, doing coke, some some Al Pacino. Yeah, 
it's like chilling. But yeah, that's that's Gwyneth learning how to suck dick. So, uh, Ben, back back to you. What have you got next for us? Back to you. So we've got a lot of different stories. So one of the ones I wanted to talk about, which we've talked briefly about uh, last couple of times, is the Snyder Cut. You know what the Snyder Cut is? I do know what yeah. the Snyder Cut is. It's apparently going to be released, I want to say, in November 2021. Uh, about a year and a bit's time on HBO Max. Are you excited about the Snyder Cut? Um, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Uh, we don't get HBO Max here, so I'm probably not going to watch it legally. Sure. Uh, or I'm going to find an alternative way to, to watch it. And I... I I'm not excited, but I'm going to end up watching it. Yeah, that's exactly the same as me. <laughs> um, so, there's a few, like, uh, news points about it. Rumoured to be at least three hours long, adding about another hour to the movie, which, uh, I don't know, maybe that's a thing. I could believe that, possibly, because I know there's a lot, like, of different ideas that Zack Snyder came in for the movie film. Um, not is. Uh, according to Zack Snyder, not nothing that Joss Whedon shot will be in in his version of Justice League, which I have no idea how much Joss Whedon shot, but I feel like he was shooting it for like at least like a month. So that's gonna that's gonna be a very very different film. And I know, uh, I know a lot of Superman stuff was reshoots because they had to edit out his Mission Impossible mustache. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I I know like I know two things we're gonna see in the film. I know we're going to see Superman in, in that black costume because I'm pretty sure people have t- like Warner Bros. been like, yeah, you're going to see us. And we're going to see Darkseid like actually in the film. But yeah, like that's going to make a really inco- incoherent film, I think. If they're going to not include any of the Joss Whedon and stuff, this is going to be like, this is Zack Snyder's footage. Here it is, unedited, in like a three-hour splat of like Justice League bullshit. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be insane. It's gonna make no sense at all. I think we're gonna see halfway through the movie. I reckon we're gonna see Ben Affleck throw his arms up in the air and go, "This doesn't make any sense." <laughs> like, what uh, is this shit? I don't live Batman anymore. Yeah, just please let me be free. And uh, <laughs> I don't think it's it's probably gonna be fun as long as a lot of it is action. I think it will fly by. But if this is a load of Zack Snyder slow motion. And yeah. ponderingness, then I think it's going to be really hard to follow. But I think Zack Snyder, he's just lost, he's lost his spark, hasn't he? I don't, I kind of, but like Zack Snyder, like in my opinion, his best films are like obviously Sucker Punch, obviously Sucker Punch is like the great <laughs> film, uh, but really like uh, 300, I think 300 is a great movie, and I think the Watchmen film is really good, but like he. He's not. A, <laughs> I, I don't think he's like an amazing director. He's very like awesomely visual. He's like a really cool visual director. He has some great like just shots, but like he doesn't know how to really direct actors in like a very like emotional way. I don't think. And and like I feel like all the best, in my opinion, the way I like the way I like my stories and my films or whatever. I think Josh Whedon probably had the best scenes out of it because personally, I just prefer him a lot more as a director. I think he's a, a, a lot more talented director. 
but yeah. a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on that point. So yeah, it's going to be like really flashy bullshit. Like it's just going to be like, ah, this is bullshit. It's going to be sucker punch. It's literally going to be sucker punch. It's going to be sucker punch for three hours with superheroes. That's it. That's what this line of going to be. Yeah, it is. It's just going to be ponderous bullshit. I think Watchmen was a good movie, but I also think it was a warning for what Zack Snyder was becoming. Because as good as Watchmen is, it was also very ponderous at points. Yeah. Like, and there was just a lot. You just wanted to be like, okay, guys, fight. And you're like two <laughs> hours into the movie and they were still just like, oh, man, I don't know what to do. going to take him dark shit. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just so much brooding in Zack Snyder's movie. Just so much sulking. Like, you just want to... Uh, I think that's probably what it's going to be just with a lot of easter eggs because i saw a thing that was like there's so many easter eggs in this movie like it's just it's fan service and yeah people sulking that's what it's going to be that's honestly the thing i'm kind of most excited about because like my favorite not justice league to me is such a five out of ten film it's so it's just it's just like bullshit like it's so there's no like charm to the film to me it's, it's, it's in, you can watch it and be fine. Like, I'm pretty sure I watched it twice. I was both, like, stoned throughout the whole thing. But it's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> but it's just like, there's no heart to it, in my opinion. And the best, the favourite thing about Justice League, my favourite moment was when the Green Lantern had a cameo. It was, like, a really badass Green Lantern in, like, the origin of Dark, of the villain. It was, like, yeah. a flashback scene. I was like, oh, that's really cool. That's a Green Lantern we haven't actually seen before. And he's, like, doing good for, like, the second he was on screen. I was like, he's, he's actually being, like, creative with his powers or whatever. That's my favourite bit, bit about Justice League. <laughs> like, really. And there's going to be probably more of that. There's going to be, like, five of those shots or scenes or whatever. There's going to be, like, five or six more. Cool yeah, there's going to be loads of... It's going to be like, uh, it'll be like Amazing Spider-Man 2, where the guy walked through that lab and there was just all the Sinister Six costumes. Yeah. Like, that's all the movie. Every scene will have something in it that's like, oh, they're bringing that guy in. And then you're like, oh, wait, no, they're not, because this movie isn't canon. But <laughs> so it's also just going to piss a load of people off, because it's going to be like, oh, cool, yeah. there's like some cool DC shit. Like, you see Green Arrow's bow on like a wall or something, and then you'd be like, oh. Yeah. Wait, they're not doing that, are they? Not really thing. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it it will entertain some people for a bit. There'll be a load of nerd think pieces on it. There will be. There'll be a Buzzfeed uh, list. It'll be like ten reasons Zack Snyder should come back. You won't believe number eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, it just it just flopped in it. The whole DC extended universe, like. It, they're just going in such different direction. I feel like now, because there, there was going to be there was going to be a Justice League two like a year later, and it's like, where the fuck is that? Uh, what happened to that? And it's it's like they're just going to focus on solo films now, which is fine. They they should do that. They can't they can't work their shit out enough to have a decent uh, collaborative film, I guess. Which yeah. Marvel can. It's sad that the behind the the scenes at DC. Uh, would make a more interesting movie than anything they ever make. It would. That's true. Like, uh, there's so much shit that's going on. But speaking of fights that nobody wants to see, 
Uh, Mickey Rourke challenges Elon Musk to bare knuckle fight in Johnny Depp's honor. Sure. Oh, because Elon Musk like jokingly says because what it is because like Elon Musk apparently used to have a relationship with Amber Heard like years ago. Apparently they were like an item for like a couple of months or something. And uh, and he had like a really nice uh, relationship with Amber Heard. And now because obviously all this shit that's going on with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, like you, you do, you do, as normal people, you have no idea who to believe because they're both like saying each other was abusive. They're both got their lawyers like giving out proof or whatever. So it's like it's really hard to be like, oh, I support this person or I support that person because it's, it's, they seem to be as bad as each other. Um, but yeah, apparently uh, Elon Musk like jokingly because yeah, do you follow Elon Musk on Twitter? I don't anymore, but he is he is a crazy person. He is. He's, he's a genius. Like he's at Einstein, but he is like a crazy person. He's mad, and, and he's he, he gets himself in trouble like once a week by saying <laughs> random shit's not true or costing yeah. investors millions of dollars by posting yeah. dumb shit <laughs> he's probably like the most ambitious person on the planet right now like it really is like he's, he's doing like five things in the world that's going to change the world so like i feel like to have someone like that he's got to be like a little bit crazy a little bit unhinged but anyway he does like really weird jokes he i think because a lot of time he comes across as quite a serious person yeah. i think sometimes he tries to be like joking on Twitter, so he just says like weird shit like half the time. He's not, he's not like a comedian. He's like trying to be, <laughs> and he's a very, a very like odd guy. So some of the stuff he says is like very like uh, he tweets are like very obscure. Like, like all right, like I don't really know what to make of that, but okay. And I think like what, what like I don't know. Sometime he was like, oh, I want to have like a, a cage match with Johnny Cage, uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Cage, more common. <laughs> Johnny Cage would fuck Elon up. Uh, Johnny Depp, and I think it pretty sure it was a joke, but I don't know. People who can't take jokes these days, so they're just like, oh, attack, 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 we're going to attack this guy. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, basically he was like joking about it, and he wants to fight Johnny Depp. And yeah. Johnny Depp probably hasn't responded. And now uh, Mickey Rourke wants to fight him for some reason, maybe to be relevant again. I think Mickey Rourke and Johnny Depp are friends. I think that was the the point of it. Oh, yeah, yeah he, Mickey Rourke has stepped forward and said, or oh, Elon, if you want to fight someone your own size, why don't you pick on me? We'll put 200 grand a piece on the line. Jesus Christ. Mickey Rourke and, yeah. and Mickey Rourke, he's like nearly 70. <laughs> yeah. He almost is like 40, but like, I feel like Mickey Rourke is kind of strong, right? Mickey Rourke would kill him. Like, there, there's no doubt about it. Elon Musk is like just an insane genius stoner. And, uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure he's high and then he goes on Twitter, like, all the time. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, when he was on Joe Rogan, he said it was the first time he ever smoked weed, and I kind of believe him. Is it like, <laughs> ah, I don't know, man. I, I can't, because you know that thing where. Apparently, weed doesn't affect people the first time they smoke it. Like, a lot of people uh, have I've asked for about and, and they're like, oh, yeah, it didn't affect me. I only smoked it once. You're like, okay, that's a weird thing. You're like, you need 
you smoke weed like three times before you feel its effect. Yeah. And I, I can totally be. I, I feel like Elon Musk is not, not going to be a kind of lie, a guy that's going to lie. I think he's like a little bit above that, like an intellectually wise. I don't know. He did call that guy a paedophile because he questioned, because um, he dared question Elon Musk's device to get those people out of the cave. Oh yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's also an insane person. So. Yeah. Have you seen the pictures of Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan? No. Because he's doing that biopic, isn't he? He's doing yeah, yeah, biopic. Apparently, he's got to get even bigger. I'm like, dude, you sure? Like, Hulk Hogan was big, but he was never in like Chris Hemsworth shape. No, he was, he was huge, muscly guy. Whereas Chris Hemsworth is just always ripped. But... Yeah. Chris Hemsworth in his Hulk Hogan bandana and everything looks pretty pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I mean, Hulk I'm Hogan is absolutely jacking off to the fact Hemsworth. Oh yeah, absolutely. He loves it. Yeah. <laughs> this guy, the most handsome guy in Hollywood, is gonna play me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> really landed on your feet there, Hulk. <laughs> you're fine like I'm, I'm really surprised Hulk Hogan hasn't been like cancelled <laughs> has it been what? has it been cancelled at this point? I think everyone tries to but no one puts that much effort into it because you're just like because I think the thing with can- cancelling like we're not going to get into cancel culture but for, for cancelling someone to be successful they then have to go away but Hulk sure. Hogan I feel like I feel like he would still be trying to get on TV even if, like, fallout happened. (laughs) (laughs) There would be no TV and he'd still have Hulk Hogan just, like, appearing. Somehow he would still pop up on TV every now and then. You're just like, what? There's no channels. How is Hulk Hogan here? (laughs) Like, cancel culture, it only works if the person lets it work. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. They have to... That's be relevant. They have to kind of respond to it in some way. Yeah. I got to say. Yeah, because like I swear, like I'm I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. I like uh, and I I listen to his podcast more than anyone else. And like he, people are trying to be cancelling. Like I swear, like four times in the last like three weeks. Like everyone's like trying to go after him about some shit he said, and he's like he hasn't even responded to it in any way. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of a way to it. Like, and he hasn't been cancelled. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Well, that's the the other thing, is that people, the most incredible thing is that people have such short memories for these things, is that someone can say something horrible, like as long as they don't go too far, someone can say something a little bit horrible, a little bit racist, get had a go at for like three days on Twitter, and come the fourth day, no one ever mentions it again. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. Like, Unless and then, they were like told, if there's if there's a lot of evidence, a lot of shit, like oh, like oh, this is the seventeenth time they've done that, then then they're probably going to be actually cancelled. But yeah, if it's the first time, that's fine. Also, if there's if they if that person has no sponsors, they are untouchable because they can say whatever they want. Because then, like, unless like a sponsor turns around and goes, "Well, we're not sponsoring you anymore," and they actually affect their <laughs> wallet, then yeah. they don't give a shit. Joe Rogan doesn't give a shit. He just the oh. guy who sits on his podcast and gets super high and talks about cage fighting isn't going to give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
He signed a 30 million deal with Spotify to do the same exact thing he does right now, but I upload it to Spotify. He doesn't give a fucking shit. <laughs> like... Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but we, we digress. What, what else have we got on, on, our, on our news program? Uh, I, I want to talk a little bit about the film New, New Mutants. Okay. Is it ever going to come out? You know about New Mutants, right? I, I knew about it a while ago. I honestly forgot it existed. <laughs> yeah. It was originally going to come back, it would come out in April 2018. But it's been like, it, it's been finished for years. But because of basically Dark Phoenix was shit, Corona, and like random other things, and like the whole Disney buying uh, Fox thing. Like, he just hasn't, he keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Do you actually ever think it's going to come out? Isn't it coming out, like, next month? Yeah, apparently, apparently it's coming out next month. But, I don't know, it's, it's been, like... Is it going straight to Disney Plus or something like that now? Because no, yeah. no cinemas are open, like, apart yeah. from in America, who doesn't give a shit. <laughs> America's got the worst of it. Yeah, like... What, what do you think it's going to be like? Because it's had so much like controversy, so much weird shit happen to it. What do you think, I think it's, it's going to be? I think it's, it's going to be absolutely fine. Yeah. And apart from if you're a fan of the comic book, if you're a fan of the comic book, you're probably going to hate it. Yeah. But it, I think it. I think it'll be one of those movies that I think it'll be a bit like Justice League. We watch it, you just go, eh, I'm never going to think about that again. <laughs> and then you just like. Yeah walk away like i think yeah. it would just be like they're trying to ya the x-men franchise i mean like, it kind of always was ya in a way like your yeah. original x-men was about teenagers original x-men was literally like a parallel for puberty like that is what x-men is actually about it's about puberty it's about people being like all oh, having these unknown like emotions and you're like oh what am i gonna be and that it's just like a more exaggerated version of it and it, yeah, then it took on new kind of stories as it evolved or whatever. But like, yeah, it's always kind of been YA. And I, I think it's going to be a YA move, movie, whatever. Like, it's about young mutants accepting their powers. And when I saw the trailers, I'm like, oh, they're going to do like a bit of a horror spin of it. It looks actually quite artistic. Like, there's going to do, try, they're trying to do something a little bit different with it. Um, so I was actually really excited for the film. Something about a new group of like heroes that we don't really know about in because all these like heroes in the actual film, all these X Men in the film, they're really like C class X Men. <laughs> they're, they're very like like I can name like one, and I'm like a serious X Men, like Wolf Spain, I think, and Sunspot. That's like the only two I can name out of that like, six. And like and like I, said, I think that's super interesting. The fact that they're not getting big names for it. And it's just like a blank slate. The, the director and writers do whatever they fuck they want with these characters. I really like. And um, it's be it was the directed by Josh Boone, who did the who directed the Fault in Our Stars, which is like a a kind of really soppy kind of YA love film about cancer. But it's a good film. It is generally like a quite a solid film. It's very like human feeling. So like I I definitely always had a bit of hope for it, but. Yeah. yeah, apparently, apparently I'm just reading that it can't 
there's clauses in all the contracts for the people that guarantees a theatrical release so it can't just get chucked onto disney plus yeah so i guess it's gonna have to come out at some point like yeah yeah honey on it it's gonna i mean are are even cinemas reopening now i think some are in america uh there's like some social distancing measures in some over here but no one's really gonna go at the moment Uh, or maybe it'll just be one of those things that never makes it and after like the contracts so much time has gone by on the contracts they'll just chuck it up on disney plus Maybe. I could definitely see that. Only 90 minutes long. Right? Yeah. So they're clearly going a bit kiddie with it. But they've got some appeal there. Maisie Williams is in it, so all the Game of Thrones losers will go see it. So, hey. You're going to go see it though, right? Um, uh, uh, maybe. Uh, the thing is, like, I'm actually not sure. I mean, it's been so you long. You would 100% since... go. If it, uh, came out, if it came out tomorrow, you would be there. I, I really don't know. Maybe I can get like a date to go with me. He'll be like, all right, let's go. Um, but I've, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I'd watch reviews first. I'm not like stoked about the film at all. I'm just like, I don't know. Because like, honestly, if Fox has treated X-Men so shitly, they've, they've butchered the fucking Dark Phoenix story. The best story in X-Men twice. Both films about it are shit. So <laughs> I haven't even seen the second. I mean, it's in the second. I'm not going to watch it. I'm like, I'm not going to do this shit. It's it's worse than the first. What the fuck are you doing? But uh, yeah, so Fox has treated it so badly. I'm like, I don't know. This is this is some bullshit. I love the X Men. I love the idea of the X Men, but um, it's you know so what, like, don't don't go watch the New Mutants because just watch Umbrella Academy. Uh, too. The it's, new it's, season is better. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it is better. way better. It's way better. Yeah, I, I, I've only seen like half an hour of the first episode of the second season, but yeah, the first season was awesome. Yeah, what they did was in the first season they effectively told Days of Future Past and Dark Phoenix as one story. That's true. That's very yeah. true. And they did it better than Fox did it. They did, yeah. yeah. Like Nine hundred shit movies. Yeah. <laughs> they did way better. And like, if you if you like. Like, if you like chilled, child-looking actresses, Ellen Page is in it. She's sure. like 30-something, so she's not Maisie Williams, but... Yeah. They've got the, the kids that... They've got a guy that plays Five. Five's awesome. Five's the best character. Yeah. And they've got a guy who isn't Channing Tatum, but you could, if you squint, it kind of looks like him. What, number one? The, the eight guy? The guy who was on the moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the guy, yeah. Diet Channing Tatum. He even sure. dance. He even does a weird dance at one point. Like, oh yeah, they dance like all in like the, yeah. I don't know. Some I've said they all dance or something. Song. Yeah, um, Brady Canby. Just better, just better X Men. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah. No, not not you, Klaus. Huh? Klaus. What? Oh, Klaus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Klaus. <is> <laughs> yeah, like he's a drug addict, isn't he? Yes, yeah. I love a good drug addict. That's what the X-Men are missing. They should have a drug addict X-Men. Yeah, they should turn Rogue into a drug addict. Yeah, it's just like addicted to seeing other people's powers. Oh, that's an idea. That is an idea. Yeah. 
Who'd be the best drug addict out of all of superheroes? Well, I think Wolverine would just like take it. It wouldn't like affect him at all. I think. No, he's an alcoholic. He is kind of an alcoholic. Yeah. Um. Who'd be the best? Who'd be the most interesting drug addict? Because there was famously in like the Green Lantern, Green Arrow uh, arc when Speedy was like a heroin addict. Uh, but think, that was a long time ago, though. That, that was like eighties. That was that was very like before its time. Um, Batman, Batman would be the best. Batman, would, yeah, yeah. It'd if there was like some, he would be, he would be. They had a great, like, great stories. I mean, obviously we've got Iron Man, like Demon in Bottle sort of story. Uh, but like, uh, yeah, that Batman. If you had like some, some ability which gave him like extra strength or whatever. But he was like had like really adverse effects. That would make a good story. Yeah, so that stuff that he gets hooked on. What's that stuff that Bane is on? Oh, like Venom. Yeah, Venom. That's it. Uh, you put he gets addicted to Venom. Mm. And then that would be a story. Yeah, that would be a great story. That yeah. story probably already exists. Maybe. I feel like Batman's a hard because Batman and Superman are just like. DC's like golden boys. He, he, there's probably like very strict rules you can do with them. Cause like there was, I know there was like a big controversy when when um, Batman's dick was in like a comic book. So, like you saw literally like his that like, outline of his dick and people like, up and up. Like why the fuck do you care? Like it's just his dick. Like there's nothing wrong. He's obviously got a dick unless he's like a eunuch. But you know maybe. But like he's like fuck bunch of women. He's got Damien Wayne. He's got a son. He's got a dick. So why do you care? Yeah, he fucks. Batman fucks occasionally. <laughs> so got any uh, more news? Yes, I do. Uh, poo. poo. Poo was found on a bed. We've already touched on it, but this we haven't spoken about this yet. Uh, this was quite a while ago, but in the trial of Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard and the Sun. Uh, mm-hmm. The Sun, the newspaper, not the space body star thing. <laughs> um, Amber Heard apparently pooed on their bed and pictures were brought into court. Okay. She denies pooing on the bed. Sure. Uh, it was apparently after Heard's 30th birthday party. Uh, <laughs> Depp claims that she did poo in the bed. Yeah. Uh, apparently someone... Like there was some throwing of champagne and things like that. We don't need to get into the the, de- the grisly details of the case. I just want to talk about the poo. Sure. Uh, has poo ever been so relevant in a case before? Do you think? No, and I'm, I'm. It's a good story, but I'm struggling to find why poo is relevant in this story. Like why? Why is it relevant in this case? Uh, because they're just sort of going back and forth about who was abusive and everything like that. Mm. Uh, but there, there was poo. There was poo at one point. Yeah, Someone, the, house, the housekeeper claimed Heard later confronted her, telling her that the photos that were taken of the poo, because uh, the housekeeper apparently felt like she had to take pictures of it. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah. It's not that episode of Always Sunny, right? Yeah. <laughs> Frank and Charlotte, who shot him? You know, I'm going to ask you, 
here's the question that I want to ask from this. Amber Heard is very famous. So if you if you saw her poo in a bed, you would take a picture of it, right? Because that's Honestly. worth money. Honestly, if I saw anyone, if I was at a party and I saw anyone poo in a bed, oh, okay. I'd probably take a picture of it. No, because I was about to ask you who's the most le- who's the least famous person whose poo you would still take a picture of. Like you. i was gonna say i would take a picture of daniel radcliffe's poo but i wouldn't take a picture of ron weasley's poo rupert green oh yeah you would i think that's the line because i don't think that's interesting sure i think he looks like someone someone shooting on a bed it's kind of interesting I don't think it is interesting if it's Rupert Green because I think he looks like someone who poos. Because I think Daniel Radcliffe looks very clean. Yeah. So it's more okay. interesting. I can see that. I wonder where Rupert Green is. Like, has he done anything since uh, Harry Potter? It's just like. I Harry... don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I'm a, I'm a big Potter head and I love Ron Weasley as a character, but I have no idea if his dude has done anything since Harry Potter. But yeah, like I yeah, I can see that. Maybe he's. <laughs> I can see in a weird way. I can see all the Potter characters shitting in a bed. I see Daniel Radcliffe. I can even see M. Watson. Emma yeah. Watson, what pooing in a I bed? See, yeah, but her poo poo would like be really elegant. That'd be so famous. Like it would come out <laughs> like, like a swan. Just it would be elegant, beautiful. So, do you want to hear what the, house, do you want to hear what the housekeeper said? The housekeeper said, um, she said in her witness statement, I was very nervous, and so I apologized. Even I did not believe that their marital problems were my fault or that I had done anything wrong. She's on about the fact that she took a picture of the poo. <laughs> <laughs> The housekeeper claimed Heard later confronted her, telling her the photo she had taken of the poo had destroyed her marriage. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not. Like, this, is, oh, this case has been insanity, and I know there's some very yeah. real things in this case that have been alleged or falsely alleged, whichever way it goes, but that's funny. That is quite funny. It's funny and it's stupid. Photo of a shit and destroyed your marriage. Like, love, I'm pretty sure you destroyed the marriage. Like, uh, I, I, I could be completely wrong. From all the things I've heard of the case, I kind of remember more Johnny Depp's side. Johnny Depp seems like a much more rational person, and Amber Heard seems like the most. Yeah. The worst version of like the really hot girl who's been given everything in life because she's extremely hot, and now when someone's like challenged her, she's like, "Ah, you abused me!" And it's like, All right, no. And then John, Johnny Depp has been like, when that whole thing, because originally it came out that Amber Heard was like, "Oh, he abused me," and everyone was like, "Fuck Johnny Depp." Johnny Depp was silent. Yeah. Silent for months. And now when Johnny Depp, who didn't even leak it, it was like his lawyer who was like, uh, actually basically gave evidence to the fact that Amber Heard was the abusive one when Johnny Depp was like, just trying to be like understandable uh, and considerate. And it's just like, yeah, she seems like the worst person in the world. She's extremely attractive, but she probably has the personality of a fucking Hitler youth. Like, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah apparently, apparently like it, there's going to be a verdict and the rumor is that johnny depp has won the case but they yeah. don't they don't know until it's official yet but it's just it's all insane it is uh, it's insane I mean, that amount of pressure, like, I, I never want to, I've never been want to be that famous because I don't want to feel like that amount of pressure. You don't like, want to poo on a bed. I mean, I've already pooed on a bed, I'm pretty sure. But uh, I, I want to do it every time with freedom. And I don't want to <laughs> Don't want only... anyone to do. Yeah. Well, let's not poo in any more beds, but let, let's get to our final story. Uh, ben, what are you going to finish finish with? Okay. Uh, what are we going to finish with? I've got. So, cinemas are not accepting Universal movies because they are streaming right now. Like, a, a couple of cinemas in America basically had arguments with, I, I believe it was Universal, who started streaming their movies a lot more on, like, uh, internet, on streaming services. So they're like, we're not going to show you movies for ages. We're not, we're not going to accept it. This is the beginning of the end of uh, cinemas. Are you happy or sad about that? I hate cinemas. Really? Yes. Uh, as you know, Ben, throughout our many, many adventures together, I don't like people. That people, is true. People are pretty annoying. I've gone on the record saying that I don't like people. And a lot of people tend to go to cinemas. And so I would be happy if all movies just became available to stream because generally there are no people in my house. So I can't get disturbed by people. And I can eat popcorn without kids running up and down the stairs. Because the last time I went to cinema and I saw Cats... That yeah. fucking child. The last time about. he went to the cinema, fucking hell. I actually think it was, yeah. <laughs> That's the worst last experience you ever want in cinema. That's really dog shit. I'd be happy if that was the end of my cinema going times. I um, kind of broke up with a girl about that film. I'm not going to lie. It's a shit, it's a shit film. Like, yeah. I genuinely did, like, break up with a. I only went, it was like kind of like fourth date, but I kind of did like break up with a girl because she made me saw that film. Cats is the Amber Heard pooing on a bed of films. It is. It's worse than that. It's it's the Harvey Weinstein of films. It's just like fucking gonna slap your dick all yeah. over your face and not gonna fucking give a fuck. Yeah. It's the getting accused of taking a picture of Amber Heard's poo on a bed. It is movies that's what it is have that feeling and just be like and you gotta pay for it and sit in it for like two hours yeah um, that's cat so if it's the end of cinemas i honestly don't think i would notice <laughs> I, not- I cinemas like i'm not i i do in a weird way like you have a, like a really big screen you have like great sound it's expensive as fuck in england it is it's so pricey it's like what like 15 pounds to see a film now um, but if it was here, because here it's not, it's what like six pounds to see a film, and uh, I feel like it's a good a good amount of money. And yeah, the people people are still loud occasionally. Sometimes you get fights with others or whatever. But like it's an experience. It's like you're enjoying a film a lot with each other. Like uh, and and also like, say if you see like a really good horror film in a cinema, it's great. It's like way of 
it's pumped up because you see it with lots of people who are experiencing the same kind of fear you are. Like, it's way more fun. Like, I think if we get rid of cinemas, we're going to take away a little bit of the experience that you have with new releases. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't think the streaming sites, or no, the cinema should be so petty because, like, cinemas have all been closed for ages as well. Yeah. So, like, they've all had movies that needed to go out. Sure. Like, Disney put that Artemis Fowl movie on Disney+, Plus, which is apparently just garbage. But, yeah. Uh, and things, but you've got to do something, and I know that Dave Bautista movie went straight onto Amazon instead of it was meant to come out in the cinema. There's only so long you can delay things for. Uh, I don't think cinemas are going to go anywhere, though. I think if cinemas want to just be like, oh, we're not going to show Universal movies, well, yeah, you are, because as soon as a Fast and Furious comes out, yeah, Universal yeah. yeah, you're instantly going to jack someone off to get it first, aren't you? So, like, uh, they they should probably just, you, you know, just shut up. Shut up, guys. Make your cinemas safe, and then people might fucking go. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's a weird kind of virus. Like, we've never really experienced anything like this in the modern age, and, like, definitely in the last, like, couple of hundred years. So, uh, so people are just reacting. No one knows exactly what to do, so everyone's kind of reacting in, like, a weird way. And, obviously, it's affecting business so much. The people are just like, there's no guidelines for this, so we're just going to do random shit, and people are going to get pissed off with it. Uh, so, like, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I don't want cinemas to go away. I want, I, I love, I do really love cinemas. I love, uh, something about cinemas, which is very charming to me. I love the smell of popcorn. I love going to, like, like when I went to, obviously, like, Avengers Endgame, or it was really fun because the crowd were really excited. When I watched The Force Awakens, like it was the, it's probably the best experience I've ever had with cinema because everyone was so excited about the return of Star Wars. And you could you can't emulate that at your home. Even if you had like ten people over, you, you're not gonna emulate that on the same scale. Like the kind of excitement for the film, the the yeah. event. Yeah, I think cinemas just need to glam up the experience a little bit, like do some more fun things. If they want to get, they need to get more business through the door. So do some more fun shit. You know, when Halloween's coming up, all instead of just like the secret cinemas in London, things like that, doing like themed nights where they show loads of movies back to back, all cinemas just do it. Like show all the alien movies, or you've got the new Conjuring movie coming out next year, so show all the universe of that this Halloween and make some money back. People are going to go to it. But yeah. Like, I think the cinema as an experience is probably just a little bit dated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Ban kids. This is a kids movie. Yeah. I mean, it, sometimes when his parents bring kids in like this 15 rated films. Yeah. And also like, obviously these fuckers who <laughs> talk loads and loads in the cinema there should be some punishment. Like, make it like a criminal offence. We literally be like, oh yeah, you're gonna get like a year in prison if you talk to if you. There's a certain amount you can talk in a in a cinema, yeah? yeah. So if you do, if you once the film has started, once the actual film has started, it's okay to talk in the trailers and in the, the adverts, whatever. Who gives a fuck? But like, once the film has started, you're allowed four sentences. More than that, you get you get slapped in the balls by like Danny. Dyer. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like no talking. Like you should get the citations, like in Demolition Man. 
if you talk, just like beep, talking in the cinema. Yeah. Like, That's how they got it up after film entertainment. By the way, she's showing that. Whoever talks the most is, is going to get put in the running man. Whoever talks the most has to pay for everyone's ticket. Yeah, no, you talk. That's, that, that's actually legitimate. Yeah. That's, that's the best way to do it. But uh, that's all the news we've got for you. We might do this every every now and then. Just come up and just see what's been going on in the world. And uh, don't poo in cinemas. Sure. Don't yeah. poo in cinemas. Uh, that's a very good advice. That's some good advice. But as always, guys, you can find Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore Opinions. You can find me at Nathan Greenaway. Uh, check back through the archives. There was... Uh, a ton of sport. Uh, football's just finished, so Reese, Carl, and Liam on Bantam Munich went through the finale of, the f- of all the football around Europe. Uh, there was probably some wrestling going on and some some other crap. Ben, uh, where can people find you? And have you got anything going on? Uh, you can find me at Ben underscore E B E R T on the Twitters. I've got some things not ready for release, but uh, I've got some shit coming up that maybe is interesting and I'll tweet about. I can't really say much about it. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I guess I, uh, uh, I've i got some shoot coming up. Um, yeah, and I'll release it at some point. Cool. Yeah, and we'll be back. We'll try and do these more more regularly. Uh, we'll get back to our once a week schedule. So you can still stop moaning. Uh, but we will speak <laughs> to you again next week. Bye, guys.